welcome to the Black Girls Talk podcast, where we talk about a lot of things. Sometimes they matter and sometimes not, but they're always entertaining. We're your hosts, Karel and Emily Rose. Today, we're going to be talking about having kids. Emily. Karel. Ew, I hated that. Karel, yes. Oh my gosh. Do you want kids? <laughs> Yes, I want three little babies, three mini-me's, um, and, like, I even have this, like, document in my phone where I've literally, like, listed out potential baby names. Um, I know that I want three, well, yeah, I know that I want three, and I know that I want to adopt one of them. Um, yeah, so my husband's kind of just have to, gonna have to get on board with all that, but, and I already, like, know the name that I want to get my first child, you know? But my husband's you... gonna have to... Wait, so you know the names you want your three kids to have? I know the name. Okay, so I'm going to name the first one, and then I'm going to allow my husband to name the second one if he picks a good name. And then the third one, we can pick together. <laughs> if he picks a... Wait. No, because men be having bad taste sometimes, you know? So. Yeah. Oh, so you're adopting a baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because when I was thinking adopting, I was thinking, like, taking in a child. Because that's more of, like, what I'm leaning towards. Mm. Since that's, like, something that's happened a lot. That happens a lot in, like, West African culture in general from what I've seen. So mm. I do feel like that's something that I would be open to doing down the line. Since that my my definition of family, it's just very fluid. It's just kind of yeah, like, <laughs> one that just kind of comes in at the time. <laughs> I'd be down to take in a kid, but I also want to adopt one like as a baby. But like mm. it, when my kids are like teenagers, like I have no problem also taking in like a fourth kid. Like if someone, like if a family member needs me to take their kid for X Y Z reason, like I'm down. Obviously. Mm. I don't know, like, I, the thought of having my kids outnumber me is just very <laughs> frightening. I don't like it. What if all my kids one day decide that they want to be bitches? And there's just See, two of us. I think or it's worse, really annoying. one of us. <laughs> I think that's really annoying when you're they're younger, but I think it's going to be helpful when they're older. Like, yeah. When they but... can start, like, taking care of themselves. Or, like, even you when you're old, you know, having four people have share the responsibility for you is better hmm. than, like, having just you one, sure about that? you know? Some of these kids are throwing See, their parents in retirement homes. Hmm. We're, I'm not white, though, so hmm. I feel like... <laughs> hmm. I love how everyone... I love how black people just sit there and that's security. Exactly. Like, I don't... They're feeling like, so secure. Mm, no. Like, whatever. Like, sometimes my mom jokes about, like, you guys are going to put me in a retirement home. I'm like, girl, when? Like, obviously not. But I... I don't know. I don't know. Because no, right I now, think... cause right now it's like the generation that's present right now, like from the, our generation, the generation that's present right now taking care of parents around us, they're immigrants. Like they immigrated. Mm-hmm. So they don't know like anything about, you know, care system, the care, the Western care system. But it could look different for us. No, I think that even if like my parents got like really, really, or if they got ill, I would try as best as I could to keep them like with me like in my house and like I'd probably get like um like a nurse mm. or like a, spe- a specific person that can like cater to like their specific medical needs but obviously if it got like really 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 serious like the only point that I would even consider putting my parents in a home is if it got like if like their medical situation got like really really bad but I can't mm. envision like if my parents are like healthy walking yeah, around sending them away you send them to a freaking retirement home just because you don't want to deal with them like personally i don't get discriminated them. against yeah and like some ner- like no like i'm just not gonna do that like i'd rather have them live with me or with one of my brothers like that's what my grandma does she jet sets because her kids live all across the globe so she goes like she yes. stays you know sometimes she stays in cameroon sometimes she's you know berlin sometimes she's in canada with uh like you know she's chilling 
My grandma lives in Cameroon. She has her own house. My uncle built a house for her. Has like five rooms and she Period. has like a bunch of random people coming in. She has a maid. Uh, I think she has a chauffeur. I don't know. But my grandma's living life. She's living exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, like my parents aren't going to be. My grandma like, parties every home. day. Exactly. My, like, m- if... my grandma's like, COVID who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I can help it, my parents are going to just like, yeah. sit in a retirement home. But yeah, essentially, um, I would like kids like two maybe uh names look i'm not there yet (laughs) that's future kala's job to figure out but i do not see myself pumping out more than two kids that's work pumping out one is work oh my god the side effects for pregnancy are insane exactly people don't talk about it enough like that one tiktok where the girl lost all of her freaking tea like yo or the cases where people die (gasps) people die that man that man um i think is i forgot globo boca Mm. yeah the guy who lost both his wife and his kid that was so so oh my god that was so sad pregnancy is so scary like people don't talk about how dangerous yeah pregnancy is enough like it's always oh my god you're glowing oh my god oh my feet hurt a little bit and then boom there's a miracle in the world but people don't talk about like the actual trauma (laughs) that is pregnancy enough for me and it's like you're just gonna be like is very honest about parenting in general I don't think anyone's yeah. very honest about like when it comes to anything about parenting. I don't think there's enough honesty or transparency at all. I think there's a lot of trying to make it seem like it's better than what it is. There's a lot yeah. of trying to justify your actions. There's a lot. Of, I think there's also when it comes to parenting a lack of accountability that's also present a lot of times. Oh my god. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of dishonesty and a lack of transparency that's present um, for I many think- reasons. The thing with parenting, like, people are very touchy about parenting. Like, it's, like, taboo to comment on somebody else's parenting. Yeah. Um, but the problem with that is that, like, allows for a lot of intergenerational trauma. Like, people parent the way they were parented, and they Mm -hmm. pass on the traumas that their parents passed on to them without thinking about it, right? Like, the whole kind of, like, tough love mentality of, like, well, you have food on the table, you have a roof over your head, clothes on your back, why are you upset? What is depression? Go depress them dishes. Like, (laughs) why are you so sad when we've literally provided everything you should need to be happy? Which, in like, it's, like, the minimum. You know what I mean? So, that's, like, a conversation that needs to be had more, especially in, like, black households. Like, to understand the importance of emotional intelligence, parenting is more than just providing the physical necessities for your children, but it's also building them into emotionally responsible human beings who will be able to, like, live full lives and deal responsibly with emotional situations later on in life. Like, you can't just pop out kids, give them food, and be like, well, I'm a good parent (laughs) because my kids don't starve. Like, no. I find it very interesting when parents when you'll be telling a parent that you don't like something or that you'll you'll be ta- like you'll be essentially commenting on the parenting style that's being used and basically trying to vocalize it they'll invalidate you because you're not a parent. Yeah. I find that very weird because I'm the kid. <laughs> like yeah, like not I'm a the... parent, but it's like I've experienced yeah. your parenting. Yeah, so I've like... experienced it, and I can tell you, like, even... I'm giving you feedback. <laughs> and especially if I give you feedback, that's a very specific, like, that's something to me that would be a situation of alarm because you're the only parent I've ever had. So for me exactly. to give you feedback, like, whoa, <laughs> I need to have, I need to have really like seen like something else elsewhere for me to be out here really giving you feedback because like, it's not like I've had five parents. I only have the your you as an example so you're essentially like my baseline of what good parenting is yeah Yeah, i just think 
like parenting parenting is just really tricky i think of a subject because no one wants to admit that their parents did you know because to say that your parents did something wrong is kind of to come off as like ungrateful for the things that they did do for you mm. right so if you say that your parents weren't there emotionally for you then it's like well but you lived in this house and you had these things so but you should be grateful like i think a lot of things that um something that parents forget a lot is that the trade-off isn't you take care of your child and your child takes care of you or your child is forever grateful for you the trade-off is you get a child and you have to take care of it that's the trade-off because your decision the decision that you made was to have a child and since you have been given the gift of a child in return you need to take care of it i feel like that's the trade-off but parents feel like i feel like a lot of parents feel yeah like kids, a lot of people kids are their kids... retirement plan kids are their best friend <laughs> kids are their therapist kids are the glue to their relationship kids... yeah a lot of people have kids for the wrong reasons in it like you and your men are arguing a lot so what you're just gonna have a child and that's gonna fix it in it like god that's knows just why like... it's an infant a helpless infant who does not give a shit about your sleeping schedule that's going to fix your relationship who's going to strengthen your relationship like i don't understand like and... y'all can't communicate when it's just you two so then you're adding someone else who also cannot communicate (laughs) like a literal baby like a newborn that needs you to be there constantly for it 24 7 when y'all can't even be there for your relationship like Mm -hmm. i just think it's really interesting how people um don't think you know people senseless actions you know oh my god like i'll have a baby with him and that'll make him stay with me will it having someone's kid I don't think having someone's kid gives you as much power as we give the impression that it does. No, because these men don't give a fuck. There's this video of Safari. His like his oh, baby yeah. mama was literally giving birth. Their child was like in the NICU. Like their child was having some issues. This, this man was literally dancing in Jamaica. Like these men do not care. Like men can opt out of parenting Anytime. so easily. The only thing keeping your man there is his will. Yes. It's literally his yes. desire. He needs to, to have be, a desire to be in that child's like, life. Like so if the man doesn't want you, the child is not going to change like nine times out of ten, the child is not gonna change the fact that he well, does not so want you. Like, you actually... Because men leave. Yeah. Men live in Texas while their child lives in New York. Like Ooh. a lot of men do not care. And women place so much heft on, you know, becoming a mother. Oh, I'm the baby mama. Right? I'm, I'm the baby mama. I'm the baby mama. mama. I'm the... Okay. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he doesn't care. You being the baby mama does not make you that much power if you're begging for child support. It does not. It does, it does not. not. And, you know, like, I'm not gonna shit on the concept of single parenthood because, like, you know, like, that's... I mean, it's just a thing. It's not really... I don't really feel like it's my business to be talking about it. And everyone makes their choices, but... At the end of the day, there still needs to be a lot of honesty that comes with engaging in that lifelong commitment that is having a child. And I feel like it's an even bigger commitment. Well, is it a bigger commitment? I wouldn't say it's a bigger commitment, but I feel like the commitment is very different when it's a child out of wedlock. You know what I'm going to say? What? A lot of people have child children like they have husbands they have children in wedlock but they're still single mothers oh yeah, um, yeah. like a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. of women raise their kids alone and the man is kind of just like chilling there, there in the house in the living room you know what's for dinner type. making the bills like, go up exactly <laughs> <laughs> like i just think 
that, mm. okay, this is going to be more abortions, please. You know, <laughs> just because a man gets you pregnant does, does not mean you need to have his baby. So evaluate the whole thing him, please. Evaluate yo, him. Yo, please don't if just I've have children month, with these raggedy men. If you're out here, first month of your pregnancy, whatever's going on, second month even, and you're out here, you need to call this man and you he's unreachable. He's always left and right, up and down. He's no, always in someone else's vagina. He's always like, no. Because if a man treats you bad during pregnancy, how many more times worse when you're not, when you don't have his literal child in in your body? I remember I watched this TikTok and this girl was like, oh, I got pregnant. My man cheated on me. And it was on the the kiss me more, the kiss me more, uh, ding, you know? And at the ding, she's like, I aborted it. (laughs) As you no, that's it. That's it. Like, why would you put yourself through a lifetime of inconsistency with the other person's parent? You know, unless you're full, like, it depends on what type of person you are. You know, if you and the father, you sat down and you said, hey, I want to have this kid. And he said, I don't. Okay. In (laughs) that situation. Yeah. Like, if he fully told you, I do not want to be responsible for this child. I do not want to be involved. Then I think if you then take the responsibility to be a single parent. You know, that's commendable. But then in that situation, obviously, you do what you need to do by yourself. But yeah. if you want this man to be involved, and he does not want to be involved, having a baby, like, like actually delivering the child will not change his desire no. to be involved. So if you're having a baby and just even, for this man to stay... Even if it does, even if it does, why... That's a big ca- gamble. That's a big gamble. Because like if it does your life not for somebody just, that might not even... Like, because if it doesn't work out, the child is still there. That's the a lifelong is... commitment you have right there. And like, no man. <laughs> because even if you have the kid and the man is there for the kid, that doesn't mean he's going to be there for you, you know? Like, just because he takes care or just because, like, mm. he did, so say he just has to be an active father. He does the whole, like, see you on weekends, whatever. That doesn't mean he's going to want to be in a relationship the kid on with weekends. you. See exactly, the like, on weekends, he's not going not on dates with you. He's not bringing you to Canada's Wonderland. You no, know, like, they're switching up not, the child in the Walmart parking lots. <laughs> like, dead ass, like, Wait. having the kid will not mend... The, pro- the previous relationship issues. And so it's important for y'all, you know, who are getting pregnant, who are considering children, to really sit and think about the type of person you are having this child with, right? If you want to be a single parent, cool. However, if you want partnership and the person obviously is not, not giving, giving partnership vibes, then why would you have the kid and be surprised when they don't give partnership vibes, like <laughs> use I remember your head. This one, I remember this one. Um, the star, he had like a third, fourth baby with his third, fourth baby mama, <laughs> and people were in the comments about some. Well, he's not gonna stick with you, and she's like, "Well, you guys think uh, you guys think you're all that? I'm the main beneficiary. My, the the accounts are in my name. I'm the one with the cash. You guys are talking all that shit about me being the third, fourth baby mama. I'm the one he's." holding down i'm the one he's with yeah for now then danny, you, the then danny lay lee then danny Woo! lay lee say the same thing yellow bone is what he want what happened and then she's what happened baby shower alone what happened danny lay is yellow bone not what he wanted anymore you did know. he go back to his dark skin baby mama <laughs> did that upset you danny wait lay? did he well mm, i don't know i just know that his og baby mom was dark skin yeah and yeah, because they're out here talking shit. He's going to ridicule you. Like, he, this just, wait, mm, just never stand general, up for a man. For, yep. <laughs> Men will always embarrass you, please. Never, ever and never stand up saying, for a man. Oh, my man would never. 
He will never. Yo, he will. He will. Do all the nevering. He will. Yo, the nevering every single will start. time. And it's the minute you, you say it. It's the, the minute. minute the second you start thinking, you know what? I've got a good one. He's you, okay. The minute you He's send good. out that tweet, oh, my man will never. He is nevering Yo, right now. Pow, zero. <laughs> the second you say, guys, I'm so happy. I found. Mm-mm. The universe will smite you. No. Well, I don't know what you it quick is. Time. I don't know what it is, but speaking, you're like happiness out loud for some reason and men automatically attracts just negativity and just foolishness that you could never even expect from this person you're like what the fuck where did this even come from oh my gosh but yeah just don't be the person that thinks that oh i'm like why does that even happen that's such an ego thing like why do you think that you're gonna be better what summer walker what's going on london on the track every single woman said london on the track is a deadbeat you went she and decided no, to test it out I'm to see special. if he's a deadbeat. You decided Why to are take you special? Test. Now he's a deadbeat. Why are you special? It's like Iggy Azalea and Playboy Cardi. You had that man's baby. And now you're out here on the internet about some... He's a deadbeat father. What is that going to do? Is that going to make him be involved with the child? And like, Is Summer yelling Walker. at him on the internet going to bring him into the kid's life? No. And Summer what Walker, are you doing? Danny... I mean, Danny Lee, I don't know if she said anything. But Summer Walker, who decided to announce that the deadbeat is a deadbeat... It, are you not i would feel embarrassed that's so embarrassing that would be so embarrassing shame I would, is actually free i wouldn't even announce it i'd be quiet about it i'd be a that single mother just in peace. take the l everyone was tell- people have been telling me <laughs> people have been telling me take and now i'm out here coming brand new acting like i'm the new addition shame girl. shame is actually free like i don't know how people are just walking around out here embarrassing themselves on the internet for free <laughs> like why would you do that like what benefit do you get from telling the entire world that your nigga cheated on you after you made fun of the people that, that he, he did cheated wrong? with like, before what like what kind he of logic tells you to oh post that what is wrong with you and then you're also posting these like anorexic meals you're feeding your baby oh like, stop, please. yo she feeds that child like the brandy like she feeds that kid oh, like wait. she was serious about that she yo i wait, remember isn't the, that a newborn it's a like as in this kid needs all of the nutrients wait they no need, no like shouldn't that thing be I mean, that thing shouldn't that child be drinking breast milk or like y- broth the or child milk? needs all of the protein but like she's giving it like these i remember i seen it on twitter at one point like she was giving the child like mashed up like little like peas like small like very Whoa. small oh, amounts she was serious about those peas she was giving very <laughs> small amounts of very like low calorie foods. How is like, she having that child on a diet at birth? It's literally an infant. Like <laughs> it's literally an infant. I'm like, girl, that's how that child on the military diet at birth. Come on, at birth, like Jesus Christ. People are like, yeah, we finna call CPS as you should. Yeah, what that's is this? Scary. Also, um, another subset of people who don't need to be having kids. People who get upset at the kid's gender. Another people, other people, um, who have kids for the wrong reasons. Your kid is not like you're not birthing a kid to have a best friend. They're you're not, not here to live out the spirit or who- of whoever it is that you miss. Exactly, like your kid is not being born to be a replication of you. If that's what you expect, is replication kids- a word? Replication. A replica. Replica. Oh, facts. <laughs> a replica of you. Like, because even think about you and your parents. Like, are you exactly the same no. as your parents? Probably exactly. not. And so to expect your kids to be the exact same thing as you is foolish. One. And two, getting upset about the gender makes no sense. Because anything you can do with a daughter, you can do with a son and vice versa. Well, let me not even say that. Because people never get upset about having a son. People never get upset. It's I've never well, seen I'm a not. gender reveal where I it's just, a son. And they're like, oh, god damn it. 
I wanted a girl. No. I wanted a girl. No. no. It's always, oh, I wanted a son. And even sometimes you see the moms get angry that they're getting a daughter. And it's like, it's girl, you too. Misogyny, you too. That's, you. Ooh, that's ingrained. And deep. if you have a specific gender that you want, like you have a gender set in stone, oh, it has to be a girl. Why are you going to gamble again? Why are you going to gamble? Oh, just, I just adopt. Just adopt a kid. You <laughs> like, already know what the kid's going to look like. You're going to fill out the form. You're going to say exactly what you want. And the kid's going to come out looking. But the thing is, even with adult, like, you never know. Because just because the baby's like, oh, it's a boy. What if, boom, the kid's trans. Like, what, what if the kid, like. You think, I mean, you, you think these parents are out here letting their kids be trans in peace? That's facts. You think they're out here accepting their transgender kids? No. Like, if having your children and wanting them to come out a certain way is so negative, and then what that entire, like, that kid's entire life, you're going to be like, I wanted a boy anyways. I want, and you're yeah, going to put like, that into the kid's head. No matter the kid's what gonna these feel, people say. Well, never, no ma- the kid's never going to feel good enough. No matter what these people say, I feel like to some degree, your parenting is affected by the fact that you wanted a specific gender. I refuse to believe that. Because if you absolutely wanted a boy and you had a girl, I do feel like the parenting that you're going to provide for that girl, there's going to be, I don't want to say bitterness in it, but there's going to be just something about it. And someone was talking about it on Twitter, um, but someone was talking (laughs) about how um, these women that give birth to girls that they didn't want were the type of women who would have committed, well committed, who would have been in some type of emotional incest situation if they had had a son. So they would have essentially built a mama's boy. And because Christ. now they don't have um they don't have a boy to to be the mama's boy, now the girl is gonna be a source of it's gonna be competition. So she's gonna compete with the daughter. But essentially they're not Ew, gonna Ew, mothers who compete with their daughters are so scary. Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> like you're actually a grown woman. Like you're actually forty seven. Like why like, are you that child <laughs> like... came from you. That child was nothing while you were a full grown adult. Like that's how are so you competing with her? And you like, had like the, you had like the... at least I mean, I don't know how old are most people who are having kids, but you had like 25 years ahead of that girl and you're competing with her. You can't be what competing with her. It was like, what do you bring to the table for my son? Are you good enough oh for my gosh. son? Like, what is wrong with you? If someone said, if someone actually asked me that question, are you good enough for my son? And I look at my man and he's quiet. And he's quiet as in looking to me for an answer. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine. I'm not going like, to be out here. And- See, that's another thing that people, I don't think people take enough notice of. When you're having a child with someone, you are, at the end of the day, like, depending on how close they are with your fa- with, their, with their family, you could also be tying yourself to that family forever. That's something mm. that I fear because there's some families that are a lot more opinionated than others. There's some families that love to take up space. And that's something that's sometimes something you don't find out until very later on. And so the family do end up wanting to take up space. Like, that's going to be hell for you. You're not going to enjoy yeah, yourself. Yeah, like, if my man's mom asked me that, I would literally look my man in the face. Like, I'd be like, sir... Like, I'm not, because, because especially if it comes from, like, an African mother, there's literally no answer that you can give that is right. Yeah. Like, literally, no matter what you say, it can be taken as, like, an insult, or it can be taken as, like, oh, you're neglecting my son, or, you know, my my son, my doctor, you know, my engineer, you know, <laughs> my lawyer son, you know, he went to law school to come out marry someone, like, <laughs> no, like, please, I really don't need... All of that, especially like that passive aggressivity that like Africans know how to do so well. Oh my gosh. Like the little subtle jabs at your character. You That's know? so rude. Like imagine you're serving yourself a plate of food. Like, hmm, See, hmm. 
one thing you're not gonna catch me doing is auditioning as the wife when I'm meeting dead ass like not auditioning as the wife I'm not gonna be out here mopping the floor in my man's mom's house (laughs) while while my man's just sitting there watching TV with his dad and I'm out here mopping the floor trying to show that I'm a good wife am I marrying the mom like you walk in go straight to the kitchen can I help you can I help help you you with anything anything? no I'm not marrying the mom am I marrying the parents the thing is i say this but in practice i'm someone who ends up doing that regardless yeah no i'm very polite i would definitely go to the kitchen yeah, and ask. <laughs> but like no. if there was a case scenario in which like i'm at the table and we're talking we're having a good time and then like the plates get put away and i'm actually expected to get up see then. yeah that's the thing i would do it out of the kindness of my own heart or just because like i want to make a good impression but when or it comes because to, like, i'm really bored sometimes yeah, when if... it's really awkward i i don't know what to do like i don't or when i if i'm in that sort of situation and i didn't speak enough i would just go to the kitchen make but like of if you explicitly look at me and expect me to start like um, what's it called clearing the table like no i don't like I'm the guest. expect exactly like don't expect me to do something just because and the thing is like i'm not even it's like your house like it's not even like it's my house where it's like, like okay don't like know what's going on here like i don't even know like where do the dishes go like <laughs> okay but back to the topic now um we kind of answered this question but i want to go deeper into the question of should everyone have kids now never ever now i want to talk more about specific situations and that society kind of looks down upon which is single parenthood and teen pregnancy now <sighs> teen pregnancy teen pregnancy i have nothing against i have nothing against the concept of getting pregnant at whichever age in general because i don't think your age dictates how good of a parent you are i do think that i do think that as you grow older you have more opportunity to access certain resources that will make you more fit to be a parent but a lot of people don't take those resources anyway so I, I'm not really be, gonna be out here shitting on a 15 year old for having a kid when she could be just as good as a parent as a 45 year old woman who decided she never wants to heal from her past trauma. But my one thing is that, unfortunately, for teen mothers, we live in a society that does not provide resources for them. I mean, there are case scenarios where you can be provided resources, but society essentially makes it very hard for you to be a teen parent. They don't make it easy. They make it a struggle. You know, like you're forced to be in school for a certain amount of time. You can't work a certain amount of time. You can't make a certain amount of money because no one trusts you. And like you're just essentially you're expected to be under the care of someone, not to have someone under your care. And so because of that, just teen pregnancy in general is not like it's not. I'm not going to say teen pregnancy is bad. It's just we're not in a society that allows for teen pregnancy to run smoothly. Like you're going to you're going to have to work. You're going to have to put in the work. Like, there's no teen parent. I mean, unless you're, like, a teen parent and your parents are really willing to take on that role for you. But unless you have, like, an easy life or a nice community or anything, any of those privileges, being a teen parent isn't easy. And I feel like that that also works into the conversation of should poor people have kids that be- that quickly became a eugenics conversation. Eugenics. Where it was like, oh, you're trying to sterilize. Like, I was... Okay. I, I the conversation was very simple and then it got very complicated. Very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> like it started from a place of like if you do not have economic stability, having children should not be in your foreseeable future. And then yeah. niggas were like, So you're saying that no black women in America should have children? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, teen pregnancy. I personally don't understand it. I look at myself when I was fifteen and I'm like, girl, having a child at that age just seems just inconceivable to me but then again you know everybody's realities are different like 
Fifteen-year-old yeah. Emily personally did not like sex was never a thing that I was thinking. Like some people are having not... sex at the age of eleven in a movie. I yo, I do not understand. Like eleven, G. That's elementary school. Anyways, that's the second <laughs> point. But like, I just think that's oh, yeah, crazy. That's, like fifth grade. that's that's Sorry. ridiculous. Like eleven years old. But like fifteen-year-old Emily was out here going to like like the camps. <laughs> you know, like fifteen-year-old Emily was in freaking like ped mass like you're literally learning like a square plus b square equals c square like i could not like you're actually so young and so to willingly decide to have a child at that age personally i do not comprehend um especially because as you said there are literally no structures in place to like facilitate this so you're a teen mom okay boom you legally have to be in school for x amount of hours a day children cannot be in um what's it called after school care until um a certain age right so having children especially if your parents are against you having the kid like to support this kid and to also like not fall behind in your own life it seems impossible so shout out to all the single moms you know who made it work and everything yeah or not the single moms like the teen moms oh, teen moms yeah who made but I mean, work. teen moms are also expected to be single moms because lack of yeah, accountability like, or I like... just yeah, it's exactly. Like I can't even, even imagine like a fifteen-year-old boy being a father. Like there's just so many elements to it that personally would not like entice me to do. Well, obviously I'm past fifteen, so it didn't entice me to do that. <laughs> but like I just don't understand why you would want to keep it so it's not even like the whole like having sex getting pregnant whatever you're a teenager whatever but like the act of like wanting to keep it and raise it at that age i just cannot comprehend it personally yeah i mean it's not really about comprehending it's more about whether our society is equipped to deal with those situations in the first See, but place even if society was like at 15 like would you want to be having a baby like, I mean, I feel like not just, me. like, my brain just wasn't thinking about that. Like, I was literally, like, I would, like, because I'm not going to say that having a baby isn't fun, but it's not fun. The first, like, few years of having a baby sucks. You don't sleep at all. You cannot go out. You can't do all of these. And, like, being 15 is literally a time where you, like, go out with your friends, go to Canada's Wonderland, go to the movies. It's, like, to miss all of that because, like, you have a baby screaming in your ear at 5 a.m. Like, why? <laughs> like, even if society gave us daycares for teen moms and all of that, like, I still would not comprehend the decision to be a child at that, or not a child, a mother at that age, when you have literally so much more going on. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't think, like, yeah, we could have that conversation about teen parents, but I feel like that applies to so many people, because we love to focus, like, society's already decided that teen parenthood, um, society's already said, yo, teen parenthood is not the situation we want our kids to be in, you know, for the most part, but what about the people that are out here spreading their trauma around? You know, what about the people that are not even fully financially equipped to take care of of a child? What about the people that aren't even physically equipped? Maybe their space does not allow them to care for a child. You know, what about the people that don't have even the physical stability, like they travel a lot or whatever, whatever, and they just want a child to have a child what about the See, people that's the thing. sorry i keep interrupting you. well actually you're interrupting me but <laughs> what about the people that have children young like near in their 20s their early 20s because they're like oh yeah in my 40s i'll be free when you could just not have the child at all child- and be free throughout <laughs> that period of time 
but yeah, as I was saying, but yeah, not everyone should be having kids. And I feel like we often use things like age and we're like, oh yeah, because she's 15, she's going to be a bad parent. I don't know if she's going to be a good parent, but I can certainly tell you that the person who's 25 or 35 even spreading their trauma around, you know, every, always in everyone's business, never really knowing how to deal with their life, having their life be a mess, shambles, is not necessarily going to be the best parent. Or the person who wants a kid because See, they need a, a retirement plan, you know, that's not necessarily but, what I believe is going to be the best parent. So although, yes, there's a lot of talk about teen, like, teen pregnancies, I feel like there's too much I mean, there's, I mean, there's enough focus. I look, I don't have much to say about that, but I don't feel like there's enough focus on the other things that make people less competent as parents. See, but then the thing is, then it's like, if we need to check off all of these boxes before we have kids, then it's like, who's going to be having kids? If everyone to have kids needs to have a large space and a decent amount of money and needs to be perfectly, you know, healed and needs to have you know, perfectly supportive community, like, who exactly would be having kids? Because my parents would not have had me, you know, if that was, like, the requirement to have, but you see, know, children. Actually, would they have? Actually, they would have, but not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, a lot of people, like, would not have their children if those particular things need... So I feel like it depends, because I feel like some parents can make it work and make it work well, and then others can't. So it's like having a one bedroom apartment with children, is that necessarily optimal? No. But some parents make it work and some kids, you know, grow from that and they end up fine. But some parents also don't but make do it work they? and their kids have. Hmm? Do they end up fine or we ju- do we just assume that they are? See, I See, think that's it depends. The, like, okay, of course, like, we can never really know. Like, no, parents is, no parent is perfect, you know? And something that we know is that a lot of our first heartbreaks come from our parents. But... Do they? Yeah. I mean, that's what, like, they're, they were there during your formative years. Like, during your, your, your very formative years. Like, they were present. Like, they're yeah. essentially the reason why you have, like, the attachment style that you have right now. It's, it's due to the way your parents interacted with you during your formative years. But pretty, but essentially, um, because of that, I feel like, or maybe it's just like my personal fear that I'm projecting of having kids and traumatizing them. But I feel like parents should be more worried about that. I feel like when we talk about kids, we're so focused on what the parent wants in having a child or what the parent needs. It's always like, oh, well, it's so tough to be a parent. It's so tough to be a parent. No, 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 no. Simply because like we don't take kids um needs when they're kids and they can't express their needs we don't take like their emotional needs that seriously in my opinion i i wonder if we as a community and especially the black community should take more accountability for the things that we do that affect our kids in the long term because a whole lot of these kids are out here going to therapy you know and i I was watching this one tiktok this one tiktoker this man who's a therapist and basically he talks to people about or he talks to parents about um whooping and he's saying well you guys are abusing your kids and you guys aren't actually solving any problems with your kids you guys are just teaching your kids to fear you and that is that amount of control that you want to have over your kids instead of actually building or giving your kids the ability to learn right from wrong you just teach the kid how to fear you you know and a lot of kids in the comments 
a lot of kids in the comment section are like, my parents are, aren't accepting me. My parents are, so, I'm so scared of my parents. Blah, blah, blah. Basically talking about how their parents scare the shit out of them. You know, basically talking about how being, living with their parents is just this hellhole and they can't wait to leave. Like that, that's scary. That's not something we talk about enough. Then what the kid thinks of the situation that they're in with their parents, we don't think about that enough. We usually just give parents the leeway to just do whatever they want with their kids. And I mean, to be fair, like what can we really do? But still, there, I believe that there needs to be more accountability for the way some of these parents are raising their kids because not every parent is a good parent. I think there are I a agree. lot of bad parents out there. And I, I think agree, there are yeah. more bad parents than we care to admit. We mm-hmm. we think that, oh, the bad parent has to be the parent that sells you for drugs. No, the bad <laughs> parent can also be the parent who is emotionally invalidating you throughout your childhood. Or the parent... See, but I don't necessarily think that because a parent does bad things that that makes them a bad parent. I think that there are bad parents, and there are parents who do bad things, but I don't think that a parent doing bad things necessarily like makes them bad parents. Because not everyone, like, is, no one's perfect in it. Like, everyone no makes one's mistakes. Perfect. No. But, to me, if you're not open to growth, if you're not open to grow as a parent, if you're not open to, to me, like, not wanting to recognize your kid's agency, does that make you a bad parent? No. But That's I wouldn't fair. want to be you as a parent. I would not envy the child who has a parent who doesn't recognize that they're a person and only uses them like as a means of having control over someone like that video of that man um who was talking to his daughter on the phone and he was accusing his daughter of having attitude despite the fact that she had explicitly expressed that she does not want to be on the phone with him she fully said i don't want to talk to you and he's like all right you don't need to be rude you don't need to be rude about it whenever you got that from your mom and stuff yeah like whenever i call you you're like this then why do you keep calling her and why are you filming it and putting it online like she's clearly like she said you're you're literally saying that she's been telling you that she does not want to talk to you why are you still on the phone with her just leave the girl alone what are you doing to your mic like it's oh what am i what do you mean it's like sounding okay it sounded like off for a second there anyways okay but anyways yeah that concept of um we always shame the kids for acting some type of way we act as if kids raise themselves because a lot of times the yeah. things kids do are a response to the way you raise them That's like so funny kids who go around hitting other kids you know that kid is getting hit at home like it's so interesting like those really act. like you know those kids that just hit everyone mm. <laughs> that i don't know if you've seen them but there's certain kids that just go around slapping everybody <laughs> and those kids are usually getting hit at home and sometimes even getting hit for no reason I remember um, this other tweet when this child was cooking with I their love grandmother. That Twitter is our primary source. <laughs> uh, it's our most reliable source. But essentially, <laughs> this child was cooking with his grandmother and he was making a mess. He looked like he was three or something and he was making a mess. And then everyone in the comments was fantasizing about whooping him. People in the comments you know, were fantasizing about hitting the ass. child. Like, we oh, literally don't know this person. Yeah, exactly. Like, how are these the kind of fantasies that you're having as a full human being or as a as a person? Like, I would fear that. I feel like there's not enough recognition for the way, like, these parents are turning their kids into the people that they are. 
I also think it's really interesting, like, certain types of parenting breed certain types of behaviors, and then the parents are surprised that the kid has a behavior. So it's like, if you do not create an open communication environment with your child, right, then you're surprised that your child doesn't tell you things, you know? (laughs) Or if you restrict your child their entire life, then you're surprised your child is sneaking out, or you're surprised your child doesn't want to tell you where they're going, you're surprised that your child is not, like, like, I think it's really interesting, especially at our age, because it's like, we're kind of making the shift from, like, childhood to adulthood. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because now, like, we don't really, like, not, we're moving out, you know, we're more grown. Yeah. And so now, really, our parents only have so much access into our lives. Like, my parents only know as much about my life as I tell them, yeah. you know? And so now, it's kind of this thing of they want to be let in. But the thing is, they didn't create an environment where that was comfortable for me, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, you spend your entire life telling someone, I'm your parent, not your friend. But then mm. suddenly when they turn 18, you want to be their friend now. You can't spend 18 like, years telling me we're not friends and then be mad that I don't treat you like my friend now that I don't yeah. live at home anymore. Or like, like that's when, just... Like when I say things and I never really know how you're going to react, you know, like I could say one thing day one and then say that same thing day two and I'm getting yelled at. So why would I ever say anything? Why can't I, exactly. why I say anything like, when I could just stay quiet forever? When I could just stay quiet because it's like at this point I've spent 18 years with these people or i'm not even 18 19 years with these people like i know what how they feel and how they react to certain things right so as a person like a person with common sense if i know you're negatively going to react to something why would i tell you why would i even inform why would i put I myself through that I or i could not. just solve my own problems because now i have access to more resources i can solve exactly my own like now i have people that i can like go to if i need to like actually you know yeah. fix something you know or even then i'm at the age where if something needs to be done like if if i need like it's not like i need to go ask my mom to sign to exactly forms or anything now i can do everything on my own so my i no own. longer need you present i mean so I, unless i have like an expense but you know <laughs> <laughs> but like i just think it's like that shift is really interesting mm-hmm. when parents kind of then you kind of see them start to scramble to kind of try to fit into your life into your or life. to try to yeah. have like a place an emotional place in your life it was like girl you don't want that you wanted the whole clothes on my back food on my plate yeah you know like, that was what was like, wanting the whole you time did that. That was this. and now that got me to where i am but also don't be surprised when like that's the extent of our relationship yeah yeah like if you spend your entire life being like all i need to do as a parent is give you food um clothe you and you can be grateful cool then I've done that. Yeah. Now what? Like, like, where do we go from here? Like, that doesn't, that type of mentality leaves literally no room for growth. Because once you're done feeding me and clothing me, what's up? What happens? And, like, parents seem to think that their children are so much more intelligent than they are. I feel like there are a lot of parents who have convinced themselves that their children are capable of doing all sorts of things, that their children are capable of being manipulators. They'll be out here like, oh, my five-year-old's manipulating me. Girl, What? Your child you hold is learning to speak. Their child... Right, like, does your child even know what manipulation means? Exactly. Like, your children are not... Like, it's usually pretty straightforward. If your child is throwing a tantrum, there's a specific reason. There's usually something going on. There's usually something that is being expressed. And they feel comfortable enough in that space to express it towards you. Why are you going to shut that down? I never understand that. Like, what is... Parents have this obsession with kids being exactly as they want them to be. Like, there, I don't think there's, I mean, not even I don't think, there is no unselfish reason to have kids in this day and age. Like, the society... Well, I disagree. So, there's, society doesn't need you to have kids. 
you know like it's not like it's not like you emily if you don't have a kid this world's gonna go like humans are gonna go extinct there's seven billion of us we're we're gonna be more or less fine if you don't have a kid yeah but you want to you know you want to raise a well raise a family you know yeah you want to raise a family it's all about what you desire it's not really about be doing a service to anyone else but yourself and that's not necessarily a bad thing if you go about it the right way but if you're going about it in a way where you have no understanding for the child and your expectations for the child are similar to the expectations you have for yourself or even superior because sometimes parents expect their kids to not do what they do mm-hmm. sometimes parents will like I don't know, like parents will be on the phone all their on their phone all the time and then they'll be yelling at their kids because their kids don't read yeah. You know, just that sort of thing. Like, like they don't model the behaviors that they your want. Behavior. Yeah. But in general, I do think that um, there are a lot of disciplining techniques that are present currently that are very outdated and need to go. Corporal punishment needs to go. I don't well, I I didn't grow up with it. And I can tell oh, you Oh really? No, I did not. I mean, no, my mom did not like my mom took care of me for uh, most of my life. And no, corporal punishment was never a thing in our house. Um, no, it was never like that. And I turned out pretty fine. I'm well, OK, look, I'm going to. Are I'm gonna you say, fine? I, I know, right? Am I fine? Am I actually fine? But I'm capable of listening to my mother without her having ever hit me. You know, mm. like I, she did not need to hit me for me to understand things like she she didn't need to hit any of my siblings for them to understand things. Now they just understand like now they just don't do things because they understand why the things should not be done. It's not like they don't do things because they're scared my mom's going to hit them. And I feel like when it comes to corporal punishment, there's a lot of control in that um, to the point that sometimes people I've seen corporal punishment being administered in a very willy nilly way. If you get what I, I mean. think um, it's important. It's important to note that fear does not necessarily breed respect. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a big um, mistake a lot of black parents in particular make. They think that if their kids fear them, um, that automatically means their kids respect them, which is not the truth, Mm-mm. for one. And for two, it creates... So the children... The children, poof. The child, as you said, just do- doesn't do certain things because they're afraid that you're going to have a negative reaction to it, not because that they, they understand that that thing is bad, right? So when they're on their own, they might start doing those things because you're not there to punish them anymore. Exactly. You know, now they can do it by themselves, right? Without facing the negative consequence for it. Whereas if the reasoning behind your negative reaction to that specific thing had been explained, then they would have internalized that and they would just not do it because they themselves know that it's bad, not they know that my parent think it's thinks it's bad. And even then, I feel like when it comes to corporal punishment, there's a lot of things that end in corporal punishment that don't actually end in any sort of punishment in the real world. For example, if your child spills something, you know, like I've seen parents hit because their child spilled something or your child... Like a, a small child spilled a drink on their shirt and then their parent comes and hits them. In real life, no one's going to hit you because you spilled something on your shirt, even as a grown ass adult. You know, no one's hitting that adult that's hitting the child for spilling on their on their clothes. They're just going to spill on their clothes and you're going to clean up and get a new shirt. And I feel like people who are so used to having every mistake solved by corporal, not really solved, but every mistake lead to corporal punishment. I don't think they're that good at solving problems. No, um, I'm extremely indecisive. <laughs> I literally cannot make a choice to save my life. Um, because I constantly think in the back of my head, okay, well, what are my parents thinking about this choice? You know, mm. what would my parents say about this choice? How does this choice, would it make them feel? 
a type of way. So it's like, even like today I went to the, um, the, the eye doctor and I had to pick out some glasses and I was so, I was literally stuck for like 30 minutes because I was like, I knew which ones I liked, but I didn't know which ones other people's liked, mm. you know? And so I needed their reactions to know or to confirm that like my decision was okay, you mm. know? So going your entire life, bec- like having to ask for permission kind of leads you to become this adult that's extremely kind of unsure Mm -hmm. of yourself because you've never really been allowed to make decisions for yourself right and so i think that the whole thing of like you know corporal punishment i think it's counterintuitive because while the purpose is to scare it's kind of like a scared straight thing Mm -hmm. you know if they're clean then they don't get beat or if they're this then they don't get hit or if they're this then they don't get hit well yeah but like then you just like raise like a person that's scared of things not necessarily a person that like makes like choices actual decisions and it's not to do these things and it's not necessarily someone who makes good choices either i don't think you move through life with enough ability to assess things because your parents are assessing it for you you're they're beating your ass you know your ass is getting beat the assessment has been made they're telling you it's bad but i don't think you get enough opportunity to make those assessments yourself and so you kind of move through the world not actually knowing how to how to just move yeah i mean basically what you said like just not knowing how to move on your own and when i meant problem solving i meant more in the sense of like you see a situation and you're so busy being like panicking about the situation because like you're anticipating though that negative um like that beating you're anticipating um that sort of punishment and you just don't actually solve the problem because I've seen a lot of people who like when small things would happen like someone like someone drops someone drops a plate and it breaks they're freaking out like someone died when we could literally just pick up the plate like there's no need to freak out at all there's no need I don't even think there's a need to yell personally because a lot of times it's just a mistake I feel like people are just so used to following these standards that are just like real life doesn't actually punish you for a lot of the things that you get punished for by your parents Mm -hmm. because I understand the concept of like because especially because like they were immigrants right so Mm. coming into like a new country they had to be better than the natives here yeah because they already didn't belong and they're not even to have who they're not even oh well yeah let's settlers mm, let's but they didn't so they already didn't belong culturally so then to have behaviors on top of that that made them stand out Mm. was just like a no-go like it was just negative and so i feel like the desire for your children to have perfect behavior kind of comes from the fear of rejection Mm. um the fear of not fitting in you know the fear of being seen as Mm ill-mannered or like all of my my white friends like every time i would go to their houses and stuff like their parents would always be like oh my god like she's so well behaved just because of the way that like i was raised you know and like my white friends weren't raised that way no you know like i go if i go to someone's house like i literally like after i eat i literally clear the dishes or and then like i'll I'll offer to wash my dish like that i ate with you know and i'm like always polite like i don't white people this is like a random tangent white people love to call like adults by their first names like so i'll meet my parents friend or my friend's parent Mm -hmm. and they'll be like okay this is my mom like oh bonjour madame tell and they're like no call me this and it's their first name and i'm like what like i mean i can't like 
I haven't had that happen. I mean, to be fair, I don't hang out with that many white kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything, I'm usually calling people tonchin. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like um, there is a lot of wanting to please the white man, even in the way that your children are raised. You don't want your kids to be the ones that are... Well, I mean, there's also wanting to looking down on white people and Western culture in general. And a, yeah. a lot of parents, a lot of parents feel that their kids are better because they listen. Like their mm-hmm. kids' obedience is a sign that their kids are better. Like yeah. there's this priority that's put on your kids being obedient versus your kids actually growing up and wanting to have a relationship with you or being able to maintain a relationship with you. There's more, I don't know why there's this focus on my kid doing what I say. I guess that's often shown as being like the first sign, like the first sign that you're a good parent, you know, your kids are agreeing with you. I guess it's like their way of kind of trying to instill good values by like making us do what they would do. And so, Mm. because they think that they have good, like they've lived through X, Y, Z. So they think that their trajectory and their thought process is the best. So if you make the choices that I make, then you're making good choices. If you do what I would do, then you're making good choices. When like, yeah, that was a good choice for you, but is it a good choice for For me? me? We are not in, you were probably, you were in Cameroon. You know, I am not. <laughs> I am, I am not, not in Cameroon. I am not in Cameroon. And um, when I talk to my dad, he says a lot of don't learn by experience, learn by my advice. And it's like, <laughs> that's great and all. But you were in Cameroon. I'm not. You know, so like you don't understand what for one, you don't understand what it's like to grow up in Canada Two, You don't understand what it's like to grow up in Canada in this day and age. Like we have technology now. But you know? I also think it's extremely important to let your children have their own experiences. Exactly. Like, yeah, you might have had this negative experience with this thing, but it's like, at least you experienced it. Yeah. Maybe you, you had a part. Maybe you, you went to a party and you it. got really drunk, and you know, shit didn't Someone go well. But like, at least you went to the party. At least and you have that experience. Like, I feel and that's like the thing. like parents will, parents will tell you, don't do this, don't do that, don't go sleeping with people, don't go na na na. But they did it. <laughs> it's still some they they did it and they enjoyed it when they were doing it like my but mom fully told me like she was like hop like when she was younger she would hop fences to sneak out oh. and go do xyz and i was like girl so me asking you for permission to go to this thing you say no but I, the, the alternative is me hopping the fence and yeah. like <laughs> that's the thing like i don't i don't really understand that desire to lock your kids up knowing damn well that you yourself are not locked up and you enjoy like, not being locked up exactly like this whole thing of like constantly monitoring your child's every move well i guess in this society it's like because like there's not as much of a sense of community so it's like if your child goes missing like the chances (laughs) that like someone else knows where your kid is like slim but like in cameron like everyone kind of like in cameron everyone kind of like knew each other you know and there's like a strong sense of community wait a minute i'm like wait i wait if a child goes missing in cameroon okay listen that was a bad example that was a horrible example i remember reading a story the other day about kids getting like de-gutted yeah no that was an ex- that was a practices. terrible example especially in the times that we're living in yeah um that was a horrendous example i'm so sorry i take that back but like my point is that like at least like in cameroon like at least i want to say that some people look out for each other you know so it's like your neighbor most of the time there is community there's a sense of community but Emily, you know, at the same time, that community is yeah. built on suffering. Listen, exa- well, yeah. If they Listen. had money, they would not be community. You think Bia has community? 
Ooh, that man, I'm, uh, let me not even get into that. I was, ooh, we're just waiting for that man to die. We're just waiting for that man to expire. <laughs> but yeah, like the sense of community comes from a certain amount of suffering and knowing that without one another, like you're not making it. You know, yeah. you're like childcare. It's not like you can just drop your kid off at daycare. What daycare? Exactly. You no, know, what daycare? It's like, not you need like to depend on each you other. can just put your mom in a retirement home. What retirement home? Those don't <laughs> exist. So they come here and there's these new systems that exist that they essentially look down on because it's like a stranger. Yeah, they still won't trust that. Like yeah, I never had like, like a babysitter. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yes. Like See, what is that? that? Thing, <laughs> we're talking about that the other day with my mom. About how she's never had, like, a random 13-year-old watch us. You know, like, she'd rather we watch one another. And, like, um, a ram- like, a random, like, teenager from middle school that you've never yeah. seen in your life is going to come into your home and ensure that your kids your don't kids die. Your kids are alive. Like, <laughs> what the frick? Yeah, like, my mom's never done that. Even when I was first born, my mom had someone helping her in- around the house. And um, her friend called her and they were talking on the phone. And she was like, oh, you know, these white people, they rape children. My mom chased that man away. Because she was Yeah, sleeping. that's why my mom, my, my parents wouldn't let me go to sleepovers when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And I'd realized recently that that's probably why. Because people, because listen. Yeah, my dad didn't believe in sleepovers either. Yeah, no, white man <laughs> country, people, parents be, ooh. But yeah, um, essentially, I I do think there's... I mean, yeah, it's true that there's also a lot of reluctance when it comes to the system in general and the whole concept of, like, every man for themselves unless you can pay someone to do it, you know? (laughs) And I guess that's why, like, there's a lot of pushback when it comes to not wanting your kids to turn out like those white kids, wanting so badly to keep your kids away from that system and wanting so badly, like, even sometimes at the detriment of your child. See, but the thing is, can't even count. Most of the time, they succeed. You know, like, I feel like... Do they, though? Why, see, but the thing is, while it's, like, tough, I feel like a lot of the time... See, but then again, it, it depends what you consider... Um, It depends what you consider well-raised, you know? Because an African considers someone well-raised when they have good manners, you know? Mm. When they're polite, you know? When they're nice, when they're kind when they're generous that's kind of more so what an african considers to be well what does a white person consider to be well raised i don't know well raised a white person well raised is very broad just as long as yeah, you're like, not a murderer and a rapist exactly like as long as you're a good person i guess yeah, that's like well raised living life but like <laughs> african well raised has like a lot more there's a lot more criterion and i mean like uh, criteria criteria yes but also like when it comes to a parent sitting down and be like i did a good job as a parent there's not only just the pressure of being good there's a pressure of being above exactly because it's not even good enough to just be like a good well-mannered person you also need to be the best african child that they know so it's always gonna be like "Mm, best child so you you got this award why didn't you get that one i heard Mm. that this person got three awards why did you only get two oh like like the constant pressure for excellence i feel like is like, I understand where it comes from, but I also feel like it can be um, very I don't uh, see detrimental to people's mental health. And not even only mental health, but it's like, it, it causes burnout, you know? Like, yeah. if stuff doesn't come from, like, passion... But they don't understand burnout, Emily. Like, that, that that's facts, isn't it? Like, like that they're always exist. about, like, oh, this country, like, doesn't build resilient people. You guys aren't resilient. It's yeah, all about resilience working. here, you know? Like, showing yeah, like, vulnerability or having emotions is just a sign of weakness. That's what Boris does, you know, just keep, no matter what, just put your head down, keep working. No matter, no matter what happens, just sorry, put your head girl, down. Some, like, sometimes I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to weep. 
<laughs> just put your head down keep working and i used to be like that i don't know what happened like there was like a switch at one point where my brain just went i think it was like around like grade 11 but like i used to be like the person that's like no matter what like just get it done like no matter the cost like stay up at whatever time do whatever you need to do but you're gonna get it done but now i'm like you know what no you're going to sleep you know i'm yeah. sad like you have to excel as well and the thing is you can't not every african child is going to be the african child that excels you know not some of your african children some of your african children are going to be average yeah some of your african children are going to be average and you're going to have to accept that i actually don't know how they didn't come to canada for you to be average (laughs) i mean if you you wanted to be average go to state in cameroon oh my gosh but do you i wonder what parents do when they have to like settle like what African parents do when they have to settle with I'm saying well not African West African parents what they do when they have to like settle with the thought that their kid is average when See, they have to come to the realization that yeah my child is going to go a path that is not the path I want them to take my parents I don't think they've accepted that because me I've but always you're been not like, average see no no I was gonna say my brother because uh, Peter has fully said I want to go to work and come home and not do any work when I'm at home and that's what I want for my life like wait he's what did they said, expect from you he said like Peter wants like a very no because like when you're like a lawyer or like oh, a doctor okay, okay, okay. or like yeah. a teacher like you bring work home with you but he's fully yeah. said like no no my work stays at work and I want to come home and I want to chill and I'm fine with Purr. that for my life Purr. he wants to just be like regular mm-hmm. and he said that and my parents are always like you know you need to aim for higher you need to aim for more they're always trying to push it but he fully knows that he just wants to be like he just wants to chill <laughs> he just wants to chill my family like even on both sides we're kind of known for excelling and always being over the top. You know, like there's one that plays piano really well, one who's a great artist, even though my parents don't take that seriously. And then there's one who's just like super, super involved. And like we were known for that across the school. And I could not imagine someone like my father sleeping at night knowing his kids are average. Like it would take a lot. See, like I think that like, I don't know, parents just don't really accept it. I think they just kind of block it from their minds, I think. Yeah, because even, like, I just, I don't know, but I feel like it's really unhealthy to just constantly expect your children to be exceptional, because not everyone can be exceptional, for one, and not and two, not everybody wants to be exceptional, because mm-hmm. being exceptional is hard. Like, yeah. not everyone wants to spend their life struggling for this unattainable standard, like. Okay, so people choosing to be child-free are often called selfish, and they're often, like, demonized and attacked and all that. What do you think about that? Um, I don't think there's anything self- Well, like, um, no. Like, because as you said, like, even wanting a child is selfish in it. So, like, yeah. either way you You're spin selfish. it, it's kind of selfish. Like, anything involving children. But to not want children, I don't think it's selfish. I think it's self-aware. Like, why would you have kids if you know you're not going to raise them properly? Or you don't want them. Wait, or but, you don't want them. By that logic, isn't anything really selfish at the end of the day? Because, you know, if you get a house, it's because you want a house, so it's kind of selfish. Or if you get that... Like, isn't anything just selfish if that's... If the reasons are centered around you and your needs or how you're feeling? Like, you simply don't want a child, you don't want a child. Like, I don't see why people make it, like, have a conniption every time a woman says that she doesn't doesn't want want a baby. I feel like... Like, would you want your penis stretched out to the size of a watermelon? Like, I don't think so. I feel like it's women more who judge people for that, for not wanting kids. And I don't think anyone who's actually secure in their decision, because I haven't, I've never seen a child-free person come at someone for not wanting kids. And I don't think that anyone who's actually secure in their decision to have kids 
is judging other people for not having for not wanting so kids. It's like people who had kids when they were like fifteen, or people who had, not fifteen, people who had kids when they're like twenty one. Mm. Like, oh my god, my kids are my life. Why don't you want to have kids? <laughs> my kids are my life. Why don't you want to have kids? Huh? I'm gonna have fun when I'm forty five, and you're gonna be a parent. It's like okay. Oh yeah. Like why are you like calm down? You're gonna be mad when you're seventy in a retirement home. And yet, you're going to be in that same retirement home with me. Like, we're the same age. <laughs> we're going to be roomies. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, oh, when you're going to, you know, be lonely, ten- changing your know. kids' diapers, I'm going to be going to bars with mine. I'm like, nigga, I don't want to go to bars with my kids. So but even that's... then, like, it's not, like, people who just don't want to have kids are often told that they're going to be sad and alone, and then, and then, and that's really just exposing you, because why would you fully admit that the only purpose of having kids was to have friends that you can't make? Exactly. Or like... just to have someone like it just seems like you're having are you just having kids so that they can serve you exactly some people don't need children to fill up their lives their lives are already full um or you should fill up your life with actual adults with the yeah with people that actually like you for a personality not because they need to yeah you provide for them like are you that bad at making friends like like you can't talk like to somebody you have to force someone to be your friend by giving birth to them like let's relax but yeah just in general i feel like being child free like, why would you judge someone for being child-free? What, like, what is the alternative in that case scenario? What if the child-free person actually has a child without wanting it? Why would that make you feel better? No, I just think it's very stupid. Yeah, um, I always... A bit ridiculous to just constantly just judge people for decisions that affect you zero. In no like, way. No way. Are you going to help me pay for this child? No, you're not. So why? Why would you even... Ugh, anyways, anyways, having children is a whole ass feat. I think people need to put more thought into it. You shouldn't be having children with just anybody. Not everybody deserves to have a child from you. And you shouldn't be impregnating anyone you want at Nick Cannon. And- oh my god, that man. <laughs> About some... Uh, every woman I get pregnant by choice. I want a tribe, nigga, huh? Calm down, please. You have seven children. Make some like, friends. Let's- but yeah, I think that's gonna be it for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. We had a whole lot of fun recording this and we hope you guys enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow our social media, Instagram and TikTok at blackgirlstalk.pod and our Twitter, blackgirlstalkpod underscore and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black Girls Talk. We have a whole lot of content coming your way. You will not want to miss it. Until next time.